The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome, welcome to an award-winning episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 685, and I'm Snow White. And this is Aaron, and dear listeners, for this special episode of Radioactive Metal, the Ramia Awards, you need in your cup an award-winning coffee. True Call Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. 
Go there now. At minimum, get on the mailing list. Don't miss out on the specials. Don't miss out on the great mugs. All the things that you will miss if you don't get on that email list. And then, of course, subscribe. Get some coffee every month. Get some great music every month. You can't beat it. Remember, Snowy, I was telling you my buddy John ordered some based on our recommendation. Right. Um, I finally asked him, like, dude, you ever try it? He's like, oh, yeah, dude, I love it. I'm like, there we go. And he's a coffee snob, you know, <laughs> self-proclaimed. Right like he said that about mm-hmm. himself, you know. Um, and, and you know what else is crazy? It's been four years since I first tried True Cult Coffee. Holy jeez. Have we been working with True Cult for that long now? I, possibly even longer. Because I feel like we had a relationship uh, before I even like ordered it. And my buddy and I you know, made the video and stuff. Wow. But um yeah, yeah. So at least four years, you know. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, head out head over to truecoldcoffee.com, possess yourself a cup today, pour brew it up, pour some, and settle back in for the Rammy Awards where we give you the best of twenty twenty one. Right on, right on, yeah. And I need a cup of hot coffee this weekend, dude. If up here, okay, and I know we have different. You have, you have the the Fahrenheit. We have the Celsius. Okay. Yeah. Tonight, coming home after work and freezing my ass off at work, minus forty. Tonight. Minus forty Celsius. Yes. All right. Yeah. Let me convert so, that. Yeah. Talk so amongst yourselves. Quick, quick, quickly do your conversion thing. Yeah, and whoa, yeah, you're gonna be. I don't. I don't think it's probably ever gotten anywhere close to that in your neck of the woods. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, good news! Minus forty Celsius is also minus forty Fahrenheit. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's flipping cold. Once it, yeah. Once it starts getting that far below zero, the two temperatures start to work themselves out. Yeah. It's 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 it, it's kind of weird how that works. So, so imagine American listeners minus forty, okay Fahrenheit. Okay, and you guys start freezing when it's ten degrees. You know, no, dude. <laughs> imagine, imagine. I I was used to before I moved. It was like negative twenty Fahrenheit, negative twenty four Fahrenheit winters. I mean, even the last time I was there in twenty nineteen. Um, when it warmed up to negative eight, um, I would go out without a hoodie on anymore because I'm like, oh, it's warm enough, mm-hmm. you know, because you, yeah. you, you, you climatize quickly to it. You adapt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, you know, it's you're, it's weird because I kind of miss the cold weather, uh, but I miss that cold weather because like the cold weather down here, you know, one day it's 37, the next day it's 52. That's a big swing in temperature, people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and yeah. I know you're like, oh, it must be rough. Well, it is because I don't know how to dress. Like, like it, it's, uh-huh. it's hard to adapt. <laughs> like, in you know, when it was negative 17 in Pittsburgh, it was negative 17 for a handful of days in a row. I was good. You know, mm-hmm. like it's going to be cold. Pipes might burst. Take your precautions. Here we go. You know. But yeah, like this this Tourette stuff. I'm over it. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But 
Uh, before we do get into our mandatory metal segment, courtesy yeah. of the fine folks at True Cavalt's Coffee, and I definitely picked a barn burner this week. I want to say hello, horns up, and happy birthday to my good buddy KK. It's her birthday today as we speak. Of course, our longtime listeners, our regular listeners, will know that KK, good friend of mine, good friend of the show, and she's the vocalist of the local punk band Shit Happens. We've oh, had right. On, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've had her on the show not only for her work in the punk scene, but as an artist as well. Like, she's had a, uh, she's had her work on display at, at, at Bulldogs for an evening and all that. We all made a party of it. Always a fantastic time when she's around. So we want to say how much we love her and that it's uh, it, it, it's her birthday. Happy birthday. And we will see you again just as, as soon as we can to kick off this episode. Let's get into our mandatory metal segment and i'm going to go with the finnish extreme meddlers hooded menace that a wicked record a tritonous bell in 2021 and it's an amazing record this is an amazing band they could have been the bridesmaid in just an, any number of these categories it, they are that awesome so Let's go with that hooded menace from the aforementioned Tritonus Bell record for mandatory metal. This is Those Who Absorb the Light.
As our longtime and even regular listeners will remember, it's around this time, dun dun dun, where we jump into our annual Rammy Awards. The Rammy Awards, R A M, Radioactive Metal, Rammy, Grammy, kind of our take on the whole thing. And it's basically where we're just going to sit down and share with our listeners, you know, all of our favorites from 2021 in the key categories that mean the most to metalheads. Now, these. Now, the winners of these categories, it's basically just our opinion. Much like last episode, we really don't have a format. We're really, you know, we're just going to pour a couple drinks. We're going to put our feet back, put our feet up. We're going to we're going to kick back and we're just going to wrap a bit and share with everyone all of our faves from this year now okay the and any of the winners the quote unquote in various categories okay don't expect a plaque in the mail or anything <laughs> like that maybe we'll just we'll give you a shout out on facebook or instagram or, or or what have you but that's just about it the rammies have always been traditionally just us hanging out and finding an excuse to you know, tip tip the elbow again. Not that we, not that we really need much of an excuse to I do know, that. I, I tip the elbow every week, dude. <laughs> right, right on, right on. Okay, what are you tipping the elbow to this week? Well, this is my third beer because this has been a heavy night for me. Oh, okay. Um, I started out with Red Stripe because we had some friends over and they brought a six pack of Red Stripe, which I have never had. Right. I am aware of. I have heard about it. Um, it's a Jamaican beer and wow, is it easy to drink, man? It was good. I really enjoyed that. So I had two of those, but now I am currently having a, um, a shipyard pumpkin ale that okay. I meant to drink during one of our Halloween episodes. Um, uh-huh. cause I specifically bought this for this because it has the headless horseman on the label. Um, so hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want one of those. That, that was my uh, dude. I keep telling you, like, if if you can get down here, we could really have a good time getting you drunk <laughs> on cool looking beer and labels. Well, I was and gonna say, that. we're gonna have you smash out of your mind. You're gonna have a great art collection when we're done. It's <laughs> right wonderful. On. Right on, right on. The last time I was in the beer store, our local our yeah. local minor league baseball team is the Winnipeg Gold Eyes. Okay. The last time we were at a game, you know, in the summertime, I saw people were drinking um, these beers in the in the tin can, and it was a special gold eye brew with 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 the logo on it and everything. And it's like, okay, I don't care about the beer very much, but oh God, I want that. I want that can. Yeah, you know, just kind of as a memento, but I didn't. I didn't want to buy a beer, and we had bought gold eye shirts and t-shirts and all that, so I didn't want to put a a moist can into the bag with our merch or a or a, a can that I drank out of, and then you put it in in and the, it's open, and it just, I just didn't want to fuck up our merch. 
Okay, so I decided, okay, you know what? Maybe next season when we're not buying anything. Okay, well, fortunately, I found, you know, on in the liquor store, on in the beer section, that very same. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I just grabbed a single can. I, I haven't cracked it yet. It's just kind of on display on my geek shelf of my pop culture shelf and all that recently yeah and i can't believe we haven't mentioned this yet but there is apparently a special rush beer available now yeah that you can only get apparently only available at the beer stores and not the liquor stores like we have we have we, we have liquor stores that's predominantly liquor but they do have a couple aisles of special beers okay and the usual and all that and then we have beer stores where it's basically just beers and um those twisted teas and you know whatever all those girly drinks are and and, and all that well apparently this this rush beer is only available at the beer store and i haven't been able to get to it yet one of these times when i'm just out and about with mrs snowy and my daughter when we're hitting the comic book shop and the record shop and all that i I better say to the ladies okay you know what i want to just stop at the beer store for a second i gotta grab one of these rush cans you know i'm not that interested in drinking the beer well maybe i'll buy two of them okay Drink, drink drink one and save the other and it's the classic um rush star with the man and Yep. Yeah, I would buy this just for the can. Yep, yep, that is going to be the plan. And when I, totally I do, would. when I do, that will definitely be part of my metal fix. But right now, I'm uh, surprise, surprise. I got the Lemmys going here in my Motorhead mug, so I am ready to rock and roll to this year's. Rammy Awards. Da, 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 da. How about you, my friend? Are you excited? Hell yeah, man. I, you, you know, when I reviewed this year, it was really hard. Oh. <clears throat> and, and when you think about, you know, this was year two of the pandemic, the fact that we had so much great music coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, wow, that, that, was, that was something. You know, like so much great music coming out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This was kind of a weird year for me, though, because, and I might have mentioned this on the show before. I know I've pissed around on Facebook mentioning this, but um, when when it comes to, like, music of 2021, yeah, we get a lot of records across our desk to play on the show, and that's fantastic and all that, but just going out and buying new music just for our own personal consumption like on vinyl or cd and all that this year i've really been focusing on um secondhand classic rock and classic metal and whatever hardcore and death metal that i can find you know at a pretty good price on on vinyl and it's just because that that's where the music world is at least in my mind (laughs) You, you, you know, vinyl is is making its its way back big time and all that. And I'm finding in my local record shops, um, people are bringing in 
you know, selling to, to, to the shops all of their old vinyls yeah, and all that. So I'm finding a lot of really cool albums that I missed, you know, from the 70s and early 80s. But I'm finding quality secondhand copies of them on vinyl. So I've been kind of been focused on that. Yeah, I've ordered some records, some current records on Amazon and in the new release racks and all that. But yeah, for the most part, I was I was I was looking at the past, not the present and not the future, just in terms of my own personal consumption. But like I said, um, lots of really cool stuff across my desk and all that. So um, you're right; it was very difficult coming up with our own personal winners and all these in all these key key categories. But it was also a lot of fun and. Um, I got a stack of wax here once again, and I can't wait to jump into it. But before we get into any of the more music things, first category, okay, the news story of the year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What, what is that, that, that piece of news that happened in the metal world that filled you with joy? Or made you go, what the fuck? Well, it was a WCF moment for me. Okay. Um, I, I'm curious to see if we have the same one. But because um, I, I started, um, this is the one where I always have to like really go out and Google and research and think back. And um, the, the first thing, and, and this, this didn't end up being where, where I landed, but the, I, I don't know. If it is more, but it felt like a lot more people died this year. You know, okay. Like, like, and, and maybe maybe it wasn't, but it just felt like a lot of people passed away in the in the music world, at least in our music world, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think the the number one uh, shaking my head, what the fuck moment was um, when John Schaefer was on the most wanted list for the FBI for storming the Capitol back in January of 2021. (laughs) Okay, disclaimer, disclaimer, okay. You and I, we never sat down, okay, and compared notes or anything. I don't know what you came up with. You don't know what I came up with. Uh, yeah, new story of the year for Snowy. Yeah, I got John Schaefer from Ice Earth storming the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, because that gave us on this show so much fodder. Oh, okay, yeah. That, that gave us not only when it first happened... But you know, as as it was as it was progressing, and then the the FBI wanting him and arresting him, the trial's going to start, and then he's like, "Oh, I want to do a do over and all that." Well, no shit. Of course you do, you dumbass. Yeah. Everyone that gets caught doing something stupid and can go to jail for it, they all want a do over. <laughs> you know. So between that and the old personal stories about. You know how my former co-hostess uh, Elizabeth almost punched his lights out for making lewd comments about oh, her. Oh, that, that was him. Yeah. That was Schaefer. That was Schaefer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. yeah, I always, like, I, 
I, I remember I was never story. the biggest ice ice earth fan. Yeah. And all that, but yeah, as soon as she shared that story with me, I just kind of, you know what, I this guy's kind of an ass. And yeah. then when all when all this went down, again, and, and you know, it's not only that. Okay, then Iced Earth kind of goes about its way. Stu Block comes home up up to Canada here, re rejoins into eternity. And that makes big news, and that gives us fodder, and we welcome Stu back, and like Into Eternity is back and better than ever, and all that. So, you know, that 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 one thing gave us so much, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's not ju- it's not just us. I'm sure there's a a number of other podcasts, websites doing the same thing. And they're all going back to that. <laughs> well, and I, I think it also helps, at least down here, that the anniversary of it just passed, and mm-hmm. Biden issues his statements, everybody issues his statements, and you know nobody can believe that this happened, and everybody's blaming Trump, and I'm not saying that anybody was in the right. But what I am saying is... I need the rest of the country to wake up and realize that if a bunch of disorganized rednecks can storm the Capitol and almost take over the government, we are always at risk. And we've always mm-hmm. been at risk. So if, it, if, if any of that's true, guys, we could be completely, I mean, hell, the Canadian geese could take over the damn Capitol tomorrow. No, we, I, we all know how aggressive those have, birds are. Yeah, right? I was gonna say. Yeah, you guys, you guys see the the calm, docile geese when when they're down south. Yeah, up here when they're no nesting and yeah. and and mating and all that. Like fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we they can, can easily it. take over if they wanted to. Uh huh. So like, <laughs> I I think people need to start admitting to themselves, regardless of how you feel about the political, you know aspect of it and the person that we're dealing with here um you need to really do some soul searching and think wait a second if that was really real and those guys could really storm the capital we are really doing a shit job as a country in general mm-hmm. so that that's that's what worries me more than any of the other stuff but yeah like just seeing seeing john's face posted everywhere <laughs> like everywhere like like every 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 time I pull up a news article, there's John's face, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it was it, it it was a hell of a ride. It, it was sure was, dude. Ride. And 2022 is gonna have a hard time topping that. Oh, let's not like like <laughs> let, let's let's hope that 2022 is gonna be like the heartwarming stories where yes. Well, actually, I've uh-huh. already got a good heartwarming story. I need oh, to write good. this down for for 2022. Um, but I'll I'll share it now. We'll talk a minute about it next year. Um, but I saw on Instagram. So, a quick backstory: Dimebag Daryl, when he was alive, was known for being pretty charitable to his fans, very quietly. But mm-hmm. you know, he was a good dude. And um, there was some guy, and I can't I can't remember I can't remember what the kid. Like, like the kid has some sort of disorder. I can't remember what it is. I don't know if it's autism. 
And and if I'm saying any of this stuff improperly, guys, I'm not trying to be insensitive. But it's it's something where um, he's you know not not fully cognitively aware. But the kid likes to play guitar and was going to this one shop and would always surprise the staff because he'd be like, "I want to play the dime bag guitar." And of course, he meant the dean from hell with the lightning bolts on it. Um, and so they pulled down for him. They're like, yeah, we were always surprised that kid could actually like rip. You know, he could play a few riffs. Well, one of the times he was in there, a customer was watching him. And after the kid left, the customer bought the guitar yeah. and said, I want this to be an anonymous gift. Don't ever tell him who I am, but give it to the kid. Well, the kid never came back. Oh, and um, it turns out the kid moved away and he just happened to be visiting and they found him. He came to the shop and they gave him the guitar and like, you should just see this kid. Like, so that that's mm-hmm. that's already my my heartwarming news story of the year. Um, right on. Right on. I, I would do stuff like that. Like we've all played. If I won the lottery. Oh, yeah. I think we've even done this on done this on the show. Like what what we would do, what would we do music wise, if we had you know di- the the disposable income and all that. I, I I could see me doing that. Just I'm in a record shop or, or music shop, you know, or whatever, buying my friends in bands, buying them equipment and all that, and seeing that young that that young that youngster wanting to get his first guitar and all that. I, I, I could see me doing that for sure. Like, I, why not? I would go around to everywhere I could and just listen to young musicians, you know, and, and just, just, and where, whoever I saw was just like, just killing it. I would do the same thing and be mm-hmm. like, yes, like we need to give you a little boost here, buddy. You know, for sure, for sure. Something to something to think of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, ready for the next category, dude? Da-da-da-da. Bring it. Right on, right on. The comeback of the year. Now, this, this, it, it's kind of open ended. This category it could either be a band. They they split up for a while. They made their reunion and they played a couple shows or even a full-fledged tour put out a new record or maybe they just haven't put out a record in half a decade or whatever like that's 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 come back enough for me so uh kind of with that in mind um what was your comeback of 2021 live music there we go yeah, instead of one certain band. <laughs> I, I, I really thought about it, and uh, I was thinking about different bands and things. I'm like, no, I said, live music. Because I, I told you about the week I had down here in November where I saw three shows in one week. Like, I was like, you, you know? Right. I'm like, this is how Snorri feels all the time. That's one of my <laughs> best weeks ever. And, um, like, live music. And, I mean, I know a lot of stuff was still canceled, but... A lot of musicians, a lot of bands were out there fighting and fighting hard and making sure that they could get out there and deliver. And, dude, it was better than ever. Because, you know, the bands that I saw, regardless of genre, were just so happy to be in front of people. Oh, for sure. You know? 
Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, up here right now, at least in my province, things have kind of reverted back to when the plague first hit us. Shows are being canceled left, left and right, and postponed. Even like the NHL hockey games and all that. So it's, yeah, it's not, um, it's not a pleasant scene up here right now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be spending the whole weekend just pizza and pjs you know i just don't i, mean, I don't that sounds have kind it. of lovely have... actually <laughs> well well it's not the way that i like to spend the weekend but okay it it is what it is so hopefully up here we can you know this is just a minor setback and we can get back to rocking and rolling like we love to do so much up here for my comeback of the year. And I've never, I've never hidden the fact that Witchcross, the Danish traditional meddlers that I go back to, geez, 1984, their first album, Fit for Fight, their song Night Flight to Tokyo. We've played it on this show more than once. I've gushed about it. More than once, it's easily in the top 10 of my all-time favorite songs. This year, Witchcross, after I think maybe about 10 years since their last album, put out their their comeback record, Angel of Death. And wow, it was an absolute barn burner. I loved it. And then we topped it off by getting guitarist Mike Koch on the horn and scratching off a bucket list interview moment for myself with it. So yeah, I was really stoked. Witchcross is back. Awesome new record. And here's to, you know, maybe them writing a new record this year and then getting it out in 2023 and having Mike back on the show and, you know, touring, touring the world. Like, I'm there, front row center. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, yeah, that's my comeback of the year. But I really dig, yeah, I like how you're thinking outside the box <laughs> with that. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next category, our favorite new or indie band. Now, with this category, like our longtime listeners will remember, we actually had this as two different categories best new band and best indie band which was you know a, un, the the new would have been an unsigned band just putting out their first demo or their first band camp release or whatever or whatever okay and the indie band would be that's or no no not not indie your first first new and um and indie or um a new would be okay your first um when the band put out their first album on a reputable label like your debut record on metal blade or prosthetic or anything and while an indie band would have been just doing it yourself all diy and we kept those two categories separate. But, you know, more and more as the years progressed, you know, like indie bands, 
you know, were actually getting doing everything on their own probably just as well as some of these independent labels and all that. So it just got to the point where we decided, you know, we just got to merge them. You know, either your your debut record on a cool, reputable label or you put out a release just DIY through Bandcamp and through Touring It or whatever. So we decide to merge them and I think this is how we're going to just keep doing it from now on because that's just the way of the industry right now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, dude, your best uh, new band or indie, what you got? So I was struggling, right? Because I was finding so many bands that had great music this year, but really were not new. It wasn't their first record. And, you know, they've been slugging away at this for a while. And then I thought about when um, my guitar teacher's band, Wild Street, came through town. Uh-huh. Um, I, and again, like, because I thought about them, but I'm like, well, they're they're kind of signed they're definitely not new or indie but they had some great songs but then i thought about the band that opened the shem creeps mm. and i said this you know on on the show after after i saw them i love them they're only about a year old they've got the one track out and they call themselves Funcore. and they're <laughs> just a hoot and a holler you know right yeah, so so that's my my indie band of the year, the Shem Creeps. Right on, right on. Yeah, we played them. You yeah, introduced we sure me did. to them. I I gave them a listen. It's like, oh, dude, like this this band's fantastic. Great stuff. Great yeah, stuff. Fun. Good choice. Excellent, excellent. With myself, um, as you will recall, oh, quite quite a while ago, maybe about five years ago now. Um, Brazilian, and I don't like this, but we kind of have to do it. But all female thrashers, Nervosa came through town. I love those guys, yeah, they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, but they're great. I I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, we had the good fortune of having Fernanda Lira on, on the show. It was a fantastic night, great band, great show, and we just kind of embraced. Nervosa because they ruled. Unfortunately, over the years, things with Fernanda and the band didn't work out. They kind of went their separate ways. Undeterred, though, it didn't take Miss Lyra very long to get her own project going, and that being the awesome band Crypta. Their debut record... Echoes of the Souls dropped in 2021. This is what I kind of like. Okay, like when when someone leaves a band, okay, you're kind of like, well, that's too bad it, that it didn't work out, but shit happens, you know. I love it when that member goes on to form their own band, yeah. And before you know it, not only do we have that one great band, we now have two. <laughs> okay. We have Oz, uh, we have a lifetime of Ozzy Solo and Sabbath. We have Megadeth. Okay. Because they kicked him out of Metallica and all that. We have Crypta now. Because 
for whatever reason. And uh, we still have Nervosa. They're both signed to Napalm Records as well, showing what faith Napalm had in Miss Lyra and Crypta and their their debut record, Echoes of the Souls, man. Awesome, awesome stuff. So uh, I wouldn't have been able to sleep tonight if I didn't tap Crypta as the best new or indie band. For sure, for sure. Those are the preliminaries in terms of... Um, like when we do our awards, it's very much like a boxing or a wrestling card. You have your curtain jerker, your first match. Yeah. And then you have the next match, and then you have the other one and all that. And those are kind of building up the card when you start getting, you know, into the mid card, when you start getting into the big the big guns. The reason you're you're there to, to see, you know, this particular event. And that's kind of where we are with these, because we are getting already Dude, is it just me or is this show going by fast? I feel like it's going by very fast, yes. It is. It is. It is. Because for once, I think we actually have our shit together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I spent a lot of time working on this one this year. Right on, <laughs> right on. So we're getting we're getting into the big four here, the categories that kind of mean the most to metalheads and uh we're gonna once again we're going to go back to the live front favorite live show or event or once again it's kind of open to interpretation whatever your idea you know in 2021 in terms of live music what you got well i told you i saw three shows this year um which for anyone who's been listening to the show for a long time, is a lot for South Carolina ever, <clears throat> right? Um, I am not kidding when I say nobody comes here. Oh, did I t- did I say tell you about the Iron Maiden story? No, no. Yeah, okay, so let, let, well, let me tell this quick story, right? A, cu- a couple to illustrate how nobody comes here. So um, a buddy of mine... I was telling him about my concert of the year and he's like, Oh yeah, you guys have a lot of good stuff going down there. And this is after I literally just told him nobody comes here. I'm like, you're mistaken. Trust me. He's like, no man, (laughs) maidens coming, coming down, down to where you are. I'm going to, you know, I was thinking about, I come down and hang out. We go see it. I'm like, there is no way Iron Maiden is coming anywhere near where I'm at. I said, the closest they're going to come is going to be somewhere up in North Carolina. He's like, no, man, I know it's where you are. I Googled it, and I'm looking it up while we're on the phone. I'm like, yeah, they'll be in Greensboro, North Carolina, pal. He's like, oh, okay. Um, Because nobody comes here, right? Mm -hmm. And even the cicadas that had covered the entire U.S. of A. didn't come here. The bugs won't come here. What does that tell you? <clears throat> so, um, when Gojira came through town, um, one of my favorite, favorite bands, right? Like, I just absolutely love these guys since I discovered them. And I hadn't seen them since probably 2016. Um, I'm like, okay, 
like I, I thought about it and um, it was the school night. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I work from home now. I can sleep in and roll right to work. Mm-hmm. And it was just an amazing show start to finish. Nowhere near as packed as it should have been. But I honestly believe if it wasn't for the COVID times, they would have never come here. Uh-huh. Um, because I think the reason that we've seen an uptick in shows coming through my area is because we're open. Um, our governor is like, nope, we're going about our business. Um, nobody's shutting us down. If you would like to, you know, instill your own rules, regulations, whatever, that's up to you. But you run your business the way you want to run your business. And that's what we're doing here. And because of that, bands were coming through here like crazy this year. Bands who wow. never come here, Gojira being one of them. And um, so the Go- the Gojira sh- show, and I mean, you saw my seats, man. I was like three, four mm-hmm. rows from the stage. It, it was phenomenal seats. I, oh, goodness, I enjoyed that show so much. So much. Right on, right on. And it it um it gave us a lot. We because of you going to that show, it gave us an entire Gojira episode basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could tell just just by I basically sat back and just let you go. And I could tell that you had a fantastic time talking about it. So yeah, awesome. And Gojira are a fantastic band. I've seen them a number of times coming through town. And they didn't disappoint every time. Now, up here, okay, we had gone the longest time without without anything. The world kind of opened up and shows started making their way through. Like, we had some classic rock shows. I managed to see Winnipeg, Hard Rock Legends, Street Heart, Canadian Rockers, Helix came through town. I loved that Misfits tribute. For oh, Halloween, yeah. that that was a lot of That's fun. But I think the 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 coup de gras to top it all off was that weekend of propaganda shows. Here. Yes, I remember right. you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, because there was they weren't ready to tour. Okay, but they're from Winnipeg. Okay, they wanted to do some shows. They announced a, a Saturday night show in Winnipeg at the Park Theater where I volunteer there. And the 650-seat theater sold out in like 30 seconds. I love hearing that. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So they said, okay, you know what? Let's add another night the next night. That sold out right away. Well, let's let's do this and all that. Like the whole the whole weekend... Three shows all sold out. I didn't get to all three of them. You know, I I made my way out for the entire Saturday. You know, I did my my I did my rock and roll duty. I helped set up. I was back and forth all weekend doing whatever I could. But this band, it's uh if you're not familiar with with propaganda, they're they are very politically charged, hard hardcore band that has a lot of appeal, not just with you know politically charged hardcore fans but you know even if you don't mind your hardcore like 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 a band like perhaps pennywise 
okay if you kind of dig that or the distillers or whatever yeah propaganda might be a little more hardcore than that you can still though find an interest in that and if you just like balls out hardcore you know propaganda is your band as well it crosses over nicely and so i guess maybe that's why so many people all all piled piled in for these awesome shows i had a fantastic time unfortunately with everything going on i didn't i didn't make um any um i didn't put it out there to interview the band because basically i could probably call them up at any time and say hey let's have a chat here on skype but afterwards i did run into bassist todd who we've had on the show before we'll have him on again and we always hang out during shows when he comes out he's always a good time he's a fantastic guy so that that kind of capped off that whole weekend of propaganda shows and that was far and away even even like post-covid when i think back okay to my top 10 shows of all time i think this that that particular weekend is going to rank in there somehow so yeah horns up to local winnipeggers and they're not just a winnipeg band okay is as they're like fucking elvis up here i get that yeah but they're they're an international band yeah like they 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 sell out everywhere they go but the ego's not there you know they're 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 still grounded really cool guys so horns up and thank you to propaganda for making this whole covidness thing just a little bit bearable yeah yeah thank you thank you so oh here we go with song of the year dude now as metalheads and hardcore and all that we're always we're very album oriented yeah you know like yeah we all have our favorite songs and all that but for the most part i know we like to probably slap on an entire album play it through and just enjoy the whole experience but you know there obviously are those individual songs every once in a while that kind of make you stand up and take notice for an individual song do you even have one this year i i need to give an honorable mention <clears throat> to a couple mm -hmm. um uh, th this is one of those few times in this category where i feel like we need to do what a normal award show would be first runner up second runner up you know that kind of thing <laughs> because there was so much great music to choose from this year, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, one of the first songs I need to give a shout-out to is um, the band Wild Street, my guitar teacher's band. They have a new song this year called Set It Off. And it, like, they wrote just an amazing live anthem. It's like, push it to the edge, set it off, set it off push to the edge set it up like if it's the first time you've heard the song you're singing it like 
they um when I saw them play here, it's the first time they've ever played here. Half the audience had no idea who they were, and everybody jumped up with that song, fists in the air, singing "Set it off, set it off." <laughs> and it rock was just and roll. great. Yeah, that's just it. It was so rock and roll, right? So, um, set it off. Um, would be the, like like my first my my first song here. Next next one, I gotta give Gojira a shout with "Born for One Thing," um, okay. off of the Fortitude album. But really, like, because again, these are just there's so much great music this year, dude. But um, my song of the year, and it was not easy to choose, but it's the opening track from the Iron Maiden album Senjutsu, also titled Senjutsu. It's the title track. Oh, that's um, what I'm talking about. It's a it's a killer track, and part of it for me is the taiko drums. I love the Japanese taiko drums. I I just think it's fantastic, and the song, oh, dude, I, I love that song. Like I, I, it's an album I put on to do yoga. You know, actually, so is Gojira, but um, it's it's a great album to do yoga to, and just the the, the opening with that jing jing with the taiko drums, just senjutsu, so good, man. So good. How about you? Right on, right on. You know what? I shh, don't don't tell anyone, particularly yeah. particularly our listeners. <laughs> I won't tell. <laughs> okay, okay. I still don't have a copy of Sinjitsu though. What? For yeah, real? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's definitely on the top of the list for one reason or another. I just haven't. Well, for for starters, it's like eight hundred bucks on vinyl. Okay. Which that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it sold out pretty quick. It is hard to guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially like I like I like to buy this the special colored vinyls and all and all that because it makes the misses ooh and ah and all that. So I'm I'm kind of holding out for that. I imagine I could drop the twenty five bucks for the C D and all that, but I don't know, man. I think a release like that, I think I really need the vinyl and all that so yeah. yeah i i have it digitally and i have it on vinyl and i got very fortunate when i found my uh colored vinyl copy because i think right i on. told you like i i tried to buy it at my local record store and it was sold out like oh yeah well, it, it sure. sold out so fast and i mean you know iron maiden fans are pretty rabid fans anyway so mm-hmm. introduce supply chain issues into that and it becomes very scarce you know, but um, once I saw the album artwork for this album, I'm like, oh yeah, I have to have it. But the whole, the whole samurai, the, the 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 Japanese theme to it. I mean, you know, we we've discussed in the show at, at length how much I enjoy Japanese culture and how much I admire and respect all the storytelling and everything that goes on there. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was a no brainer that I had to have this album. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. I get that. I get that. It boggles my mind. Well, no, maybe, maybe it doesn't, because we're talking about normies here. But every once in a while, I still hear like a normie say, "Like Iron Maiden, are they still around?" Oh yeah. You know, like, like, are they playing your the? Are they are they doing the clubs now, or what do you mean they're playing stadiums and all that? It's like, oh, and you just kind of want to, uh, you know, but. That's what happens when you're dealing. Well, you know what's fun about that, though? Think think about the pop music world. As a 
as a pop music artist, it is very rare. Like, and, and I would say that Michael Jackson was probably one of the first artists that I can recall that really broke out of this mold for an artist to not get stuck in a time period, right? Um, you you break out, you have your couple of hits, and, that, and that's what they associate with you. Like, if Hollow Notes do a reunion tour and they might have current music nobody wants to hear anything except what they played in the 80s no 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 one will care yeah, yeah. i i will but yeah but an average won't but yeah, but and but that's a very common thing with pop music and i am very thankful for the metal scene where you know i would say the majority of the bands that we loved as teenagers are still putting out good music today. I mean, look at Metallica's um, fairly new releases, Anthrax, Exodus. Exodus just dropped a new record this year. Oh my right? god! Oh, it's a fantastic record. Iron Maiden, you know, still still making great uh, great music. So I mean, we have bands in the metal side that have forty year careers still putting out new music that's not dated or there it's still good stuff like they're they can still do it and i i think the normies just don't understand that because that's not how pop music works mm-hmm. you know no no i totally get that and you segued that nicely for my song of the year because um alice cooper yeah his his new album detroit stories fantastic record the first single social debris just a good straight up rock and roll humdinger an absolutely fantastic song and it's the one that kind of sticks out from a record that um is very varied shall we say it's got a whole a whole lot of different ideas going on with it and social debris is just like the straight up banger all that so that's kind of my um a song of the year that's one of those that's one of those artists like you were saying that are still doing it yeah so it's like 1970 like even even with the spiders and all that from the the late 60s like alice cooper is still the man yeah he, he's a great example He's a great example. Yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. So yeah, my song of the year, "Social Debris." Anyone who knows me, not really much of a surprise, but um, it's definitely justified. If you haven't heard it, go out and check it out. Yeah, you've been hot on that album for a while. Like I remember, you were super excited when it came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that in mind album of the year now we're really getting into the nitty-gritty so we're just kind of going to go to segue from song to album so if you don't mind i am going to drop my album of the year i've got it right now in my hot little fists yeah let's hear it alice cooper's detroit stories nice man yes i was so excited Okay, that when I saw like the good folks at Into the Music, they announced they were going to have double vinyl covers of it. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm there. Okay, 
the next the next day as soon as they announced it the record was going on sale i was i i i beat the employees to the store <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i was standing in line when the guys showed up big shout out to my good buddy jace when he saw me there and he's like hey snowy i'm like yeah 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 Op open the store okay the new alice cooper record is available now he's like oh yeah that's right okay all right all right all right all right so he let me in i immediately went to the the new release rack and sure enough alice cooper detroit stories double vinyl gatefold jacket an absolutely amazing package and like i said very very varied okay you have your straight up bangers and all that but then you have your songs that kind of veer out into different directions and different musical ideas and all that and as much as i love um social debris they had an updated version of the song detroit city <laughs> okay where they they kind of changed the lyrics a bit in certain parts they kept the spirit of that song okay but they changed a little bit and he mentioned Susie Quattro now in this new version. Nice. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, for sure, for sure. You can't talk about Detroit without Susie Quattro. You can't talk about Detroit without Alice Cooper, MC5. As much as I really don't like Ted Nugent as a person, like, he's he's Detroit, man. He is. He's polarizing, but he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, at, at, at the end of the day, the whole record, uh, the whole vinyl experience, it's, it's, it's two albums, and just from beginning to end, as much as, you know, Social Debris maybe stand out and all that, but just from beginning to end, sit down, give it a spin, it might take all afternoon, but you will def it's 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 worth the experience it's just um it's just too bad you know he's 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 probably one of those artists where you know we're going to do a new song and you can hear a pin drop okay here's the song when you were a teenager and all that and yeah. the place just explodes yeah i'm sorry alice alice cooper's coming to winnipeg in 2022 I am going to go see it. You give me any song from Social Debris, and I'm going to go ape shit. What do you got for album of the year? Well, this should not be a shocker for anybody, but Fortitude by Gojira. It's gonna say okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I am so obsessed with that album, with the sounds on that album, um, that I've been. Um, uh, like looking at um, the, the drum samples for Mar um, yeah Mario Mario's the drummer Joe's the guitarist I, I sometimes I confuse them the brothers but um, there's two different plugging companies one has done Joe's guitar rig setup and he was demonstrating it it's it, it's amazing like it sounds just like the record. And um, another plugging company sat down with Mario and painstakingly sampled and recorded his drum kit and built it to a virtual instrument so you could have virtual drums that sound like Mario, you know. 
So yeah, so I am insanely obsessed with this record. It is definitely one of my go-to yoga records. Um, and for anybody who who is new to the show and thinking like, oh my goodness, yoga? Is the record that boring? No, 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 no. Um, thanks to um, uh, the Metal Bones Yoga, I learned that you don't have to have these calm, pretty playlists to mm-hmm. do yoga. Um, it's okay to put on some stuff that's like, you know, killer and rocking and all that sort of stuff. But like for me, like the Gojira has a real good tempo start to finish. And for the type of yoga I've been practicing lately, it really works. Occasionally I need like an Ace of Spades um, kind of playlist, something with, with a little more zip. But um, I like, I love putting on this record and doing yoga to it. It's just so good, dude. The so world of yoga has changed over the years. It it really has. Like we've seen, like every every once in a while, you know, I'll turn on the metal news and all that, and there'll there'll be an article on whatever site about black metal yoga. You know, you know, and it's like <clears throat> it's it's changed. It's changed. I wish we had, you know, some of these more metallic yoga in 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 this area. I'd be more inclined. To get back into doing it, I remember um, when the missus and I, b- b- before the pandemic hit and all that, when we were hitting the gym together and all that, she would hit, she would have her yo- her yo- yoga class as I was winding down and all that. Yeah. She invited me one one time, and it's like, wow, this is actually really cool and all that. So I think once our gyms open back up around here, yeah, I'm going to hit the yoga mat again. I, dude, I, I love sure. doing yoga. It's it's the reason that I can move. You know, it's done <laughs> so much for my joints and things. And uh-huh. you know, when I, you're so right about how it's changed. Again, like if I hadn't stumbled across Middle Bones Yoga, I, I would have never put two and two together that I could practice yoga and listen to music I liked. It, it would have never occurred to me to do that for real. Um, and, you know, why not? Because the only rocker up to that point that I could remember who was doing yoga was Kirk Hammett. And I'm still pissed about the Black Album. So, <laughs> you know. Right. I, I wasn't gonna 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 think that he was putting on some banging list, you know. <laughs> so, and uh, sorry, Kirk, I still love you, dude. I really do. He's but, um, still he's still my favorite Beatle in the Metallica band for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but just like like when that opened my eyes, and then being able to, I, I was also very fortunate where I was able to get some one on one yoga instruction with somebody who also was like, oh, you want to listen to stuff that's not this yoga playlist? All right, let's put on some rock and roll. And we had a great time practicing yoga. So, right on. so yeah, I, I was very, very thankful for that. But, yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to the fact that my album of the year is Fortitude by Gojira. <laughs> yes. Right on, right on. Yes, yes, radioactivemetal.org. Go back into our archives. Find that episode because we had a whiz-bang time talking about that record and seeing them live and just our interactions with the bands and all that. It's just, it was it was a fantastic time. Yeah, and go back through our uh, Instagram, at radmetal666 on Instagram, because I was posting um, pictures while I was there, and then I posted more after the show. 
So you can really get a, yeah. get a good vibe for what that show is like. Well, my friend, here we are. In the main categories, the top dog, numero uno. The top category band of the year. Because, yeah, we have a number of um, solo artists in the metal world. But there really isn't as many, you know, as in the pop or country or any other subgenre. I think, I think metal and hardcore has the least amount of solo artists. Like, when you really think about it. So, like, we're predominantly a full band outfit type subgenre. So, um, yeah, yeah, your band of the year. And once again, there is no, you know, tried and true reason as to why you would pick this band. Perhaps you saw them live. Perhaps they put out a kick-ass record. Maybe one of them was nice enough to walk your dog when you needed the chance or something. <laughs> like, 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 there's, you know, it's just as open-ended just as much as metal itself is. So, with da-da-da-da, band of the year, dude, this is it. What you got? Well, so as irony would have it here today, Snowy, um, my band of the year is a solo artist. Mm. So, and it, again, this is tough because the the thing I, I really had to fight myself to not have Gojira be every one of these categories <laughs> because I love them so much. It was just such a great year for them um, that I really wanted to, to spread around because like I said there's so much great music this year and John 5 put yeah. out an amazing record called Sinner this year and mm-hmm. when I tell you it's an amazing record it's amazing because not only does he have just some insane banging you know, heavy tracks on there he spans the genre right like you really get to understand him as a guitarist. So he's assembling these other musicians to play with him. Peter Chris played on the record with him. Um, Dave Mustaine lended, uh, lent some vocals to the record. You know, like he, he worked with, with a lot of great players and just, he made some amusing music right down to covering an old Les Paul and Mary Ford tune, How High the Moon. Ah. You know, and doing it so you would think it was Les Paul. Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, oh, that's John 5. Nope, nope. Like, he really meticulously recreated and really was true to it. And just the phrasing, everything, right? Like, you know, John 5 is one of those guys that he's very recognizable because of the makeup. And, you know, getting his start with Marilyn Manson moving over to Rob Zombie and everybody thinks of him as a sideman. But man, when he sits down to put on his own music, like he is a very well-rounded musician and there's a lot of influences there. They all came out in this, in this record. And that's why, you know, John five is my band of the year this year. Right on, right on. Yes. Very talented. 
very talented and the, 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 he's he's a musician's musician he is as well yeah and a huge kiss fan oh there we go <laughs> Ex- extra points in your book hell yes <laughs> right on right on with myself band of the year okay um once again not this year but the year yeah was it 20 2020 we had the good fortune of having incantations john mcginty on the show and he was really good for um hyping up what was going to be an awesome record in 2021 with sect of vile divinities absolutely fantastic record and it really was the um it was the bar okay it was the standard bearer of awesome death metal for the year and it was one of those it was one of those records that um like like i said i wasn't i wasn't focusing on a lot of current metal okay in terms of physical product once again i hate that word but i wasn't focusing on a lot of that that record though okay i had to get it i had to get it like i've heard you know a couple tracks online and all that it's like okay yeah this is really cool yeah okay well it's incantation for to begin with so you know it's going to be kick-ass death they're the fucking legends you know unfortunately i don't understand okay when you you have your top tier death metal obituary carcass deicide cannibal corpse and then you kind of have your second tier okay Unfortunately, that's kind of where incantation kind of falls. And when you think about it, it's like, dude, like they've been doing this for decades. And if they're after all these years still killing it, it's time to put incantation up there in the top tier where I've got them and all that. So, yeah, just for uh, for a killer record and the legacy and just everything that is involved with it incantation 2021 your cool uncle snowy's band of the year for this year's rammy awards and of course we always like to finish off this special episode with our hall of fame inductees where basically we have the three categories band album and our myth and legend, which we will get to explaining as to what that is. But before we kind of get into that, I'm sure we need to take a break for a couple minutes after drinking all of this whiskey and beer. <laughs> so we're going to drop a couple tracks here that kind of reflect everything with this year's Rammies. How about from that awesome sect of vile divinities? From the mighty incantation, this is Fury's Manifesto.
magic conformists Fist in the air Like father likes unravels Put it on corn M&M's and biscuits Lord here, a prayer Take back your Amy Grandma's screws Your fair weather politics We'll dry my hair And stick me on a 10 speed Back to the motor lead Back to the motor lead Back to the motor lead I guess life is just a popularity contest Sex is just a building to perform within a framework of obedience Just ask the Chatney Court and George M. Rock Best selling shoes for venture capitalists Silencing competing messages Rounding up the jagged edges Front checkouts, front checkouts, stock personnel. Fuck! That was the aforementioned, originally from Winnipeg, but now owned by the world. That is Hardcore Bashers. Propagandy from their Today's Empires, Tomorrow's Ashes, awesome, awesome record. That is back to the Motor League. And before that, once again, the Mighty Witch Cross. Their comeback record, Angel of Death, that is the really cool, evil eye. Great stuff, great stuff. Oh, there's just two two things out of all of this awesome stuff that made 2021 bearable, really, okay? Because, like, it's just with everything going on in the world, not only with the COVIDness, but there's just everything, and I... I don't want to get into it because I'm just I'm not, I want to start my weekend off right and all that. But music is always there for me, man. Yeah. You know, like you're having a shit day when I'm having a crap day at work or whatever, man. All it takes is a good Iron Maiden song, a good Ramon song, a good Dio song, Uriah Heep, just something, something coming on the radio just just to get me through the day. And then I come home to my beautiful wife. We have dinner and all that. Then I slap on, you know, some really cool music. And it just, it, the, the world just, <sighs> you know, music does that every time. And I want everyone that's listening, that can hear our voices right now. Let music continue to do that for you. Yeah, the world sucks right now, but um, hopefully, you know, the music is doing it for you. And hopefully um, what we bring into your life for an hour and a half, two hours every week, I hope we're doing the same to make things better for you. And thank you. Thank you for allowing us to come into your world on Friday mornings when the show goes up. Thank you so much. Now, with that said, okay, it's always been a tradition on Radioactive Metal after all of our categories in the Rammies to have our own Hall of Fame inductees, which is basically, you know, it's the same idea, except, well, it's our own little Hall of Fame. We have, we have our band, album, and what we call the myth or legend. And basically, like, 
it's it's everything else that goes exactly. along. Okay, like you have the music, you have the artist, you have the albums. Okay, but hard rock, metal, punk, they have so many other things. Okay, that kind of make up the whole genre. It it it, it kind of completes it. Okay, there's 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 the fashions the style of clothing there's record labels there's magazines there's just everything okay and it's all of those other things okay that we call the myth or legend for years and years like before you came up with this this awesome title for it we just called it the other yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was kind of boring and all that. So I'm glad you kind of came up with this. So just in terms of myth and legend in Radioactive Metals Hall of Fame, my friend, what are you inducting this time around? All right, so we're starting with myth and legend, or are we starting mm-hmm. with uh, band? Starting myth. with myth, the, the myth and legend. We'll build okay. up the band. Well, myth in legend would be Jerry Only's bass guitar. Ah, there we go. Uh, there, so there's so many stories of how he got to this particular one. Uh, he started by taking Rickenbackers and hacking the crap out of them in his dad's shop. Um, him and his brother both, Doyle. Um, and, you know, I remember talking to him about it and he's like, yeah, he's like, when I think of the amount of Rickenbackers that I hacked up, they'd be worth so much money right now. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but destroy them to come up with the base design that he has now. And I've, I've, you know, said this on the show before, but I've gotten to hold that base. I have a picture of me wearing that base and it is just it, it, it is as iconic for me and as recognizable for me as like Gene Simmons' axe bass, if not more uh-huh. recognizable. I just, I, right. I love that bass. So yeah, so Jerry Only's bass. Right on, excellent, excellent, good choice. And and no matter what the year, okay, like the Misfits, like they're never going to get old. They're never going to not be relevant, even even if they've go decades without doing anything new or anything that's just going to be one of those bands that everyone's just going to gravitate to at least in the punk scene you know that's just just going to be one of the bands yep yeah for sure for sure for myth and legend myself well i'm actually kind of surprised that we haven't i haven't inducted this in before but this year okay i'm going to go with decibel magazine wow you're right yeah yeah, we've never yeah yeah and i remember okay i've been with i've been a reader of decibel from the start okay but I, i wasn't doing like every issue okay i was kind of okay let's check out i was be at the newsstand Okay, let's check out this. Okay, great. Let's go with it. Oh, maybe not this one this month and all that. And it, it just got to the point where I was impressed enough with Decibel that I finally just took out a subscription to it. 
and our regular listeners have been every month at some point in my metal fix you know you were guaranteed to hear hey guess what came in the mail today the new decibel <laughs> okay and it's just it's it's a fantastic magazine it's a fantastic read to this day there are many times where they probably could have done the safe thing and put this band on the cover or did this you know but they what what do they do they put the more underground artist on the cover and for a guy like me and a guy like you we appreciate that yeah. that 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 <clears throat> means a lot because yeah the easy thing is to throw metallic on every every month but how how cool is it when a more underground band is getting their moment in the sun and chances are you know that's going to be a career highlight for that band while you know a big band like metallica or alice cooper or whatever will go oh look at that and another cover and then that's the end of it you know so good on decibel for that and of course this year we had um mr sean frazier on the show he uh That's he right, yeah. Uh, yeah he's one of the scribes for 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 decibel so stoked to have him on and of course as well he's the main man behind wise blood records which we've played a lot of their stuff and we will continue too so yeah this year had to go with disciple oh no sorry what what did I say? Did I say Disciple? You sure did. I did, I did. And I guess maybe it's kind of appropriate as to why I kind of made that little mistake. But our longtime listeners will know that we like to sarcastically call it Disciple Magazine because our longtime former co-hostess, Corrine, when she was on the show, she kind of brought Decibel Magazine up in conversation. Okay. She inadvertently referred to it as Disciple. Okay, and we never let that go. We no. just clashed onto that like a pit bull, much to her chagrin. To this day, every once in a while when we're just having personal conversations, I'll still I'll still mention Disciple magazine to her, and I can tell she's just like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> You know, that's never going to go away. So It's just so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for our good friend, Corrine, um, we are going to induct Disciple Magazine into our myth and legend in our Hall of Fame this year. Okay, dude. Like I said, we do a myth and legend, a band, and an album. Every year, that 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 album that just kind of helped shaped, you know, who you are as a music fan and all that. And as as musical connoisseurs that you and I have, we will never run out of this category because there's 800 million of them. So I'm stoked to hear what your Hall of Fame album is. I was kind of surprised it wasn't here. <clears throat> But then when I think about it, it is, 
it's an interesting album for this band because I think people are really torn on this particular album, but Led Zeppelin 2. Ah. Um, it Led Zeppelin 2 is one of those records that is probably your favorite band's favorite record. Oh, for sure. You know, like for me, um, I, I can, like, I love the record um, before I knew this particular story, but when Kiss was in the studio working on... Hot in the Shade, I think. Um, they told a story about uh, Bruce Kulick was laying down a guitar solo. And they're like, no, no, man. You got to do it like uh, Jimmy did on Led Zeppelin 2. And Paul and Gene left to go buy a copy of Led Zeppelin 2 to bring it back so they could listen to it. Because, you know, this wow. is before you could stream everything. Right. And um, they came back and Bruce had the soul laid down um, that's on the record. And they're like, yep, never mind. You're good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, let, let like I love Led Zeppelin too. Kiss loves Led Zeppelin too. And so many other bands that I love, love Led Zeppelin too. There's just, there's so much great playing on it um for for me just i mean b- between the songs and just some of the bass lines just like wow so yeah so led zeppelin 2 is the album that i induct this year right on right on fantastic choice yeah anything anything zepp you know is there all of these records are eventually all the led zeppelin albums are eventually going to make their way into our hall of fame as well Okay, and I'm going to go a little more underground here, but um, Sacrifice's Torment in Hell, their debut record. Just when that record came out, I believe 1987, 86, 87, this record was an absolute stormer. Okay, yeah, they had a lot of, you know, the the brutal murder, occult, death-type lyrics and all that. But the music, okay, what, what sacrifice, just for, for a debut record, okay, it was, yes, it was very raw, very primitive, but the way they mixed it up, like with the instrumentations and in, 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 introducing the record... And then mixing it up with, okay, your regular type songs in terms of length. And then you had your quick barn burners. Okay. And they worked so well. And it just, it was, it was absolutely killer. And they were good Canadian boys coming (laughs) out of a scene, coming out of a scene in, in, in Toronto that was producing a lot of great stuff at the time there was sacrifice and over and um slaughter the real slaughter more in the underground band <laughs> bands like like overthrow yeah and all that there's just it it was a really good time and it um them and slaughter they started the diabolic force indie label which then got picked up and was one of the few, the first couple releases through the Fringe record label. And Fringe would go on to not only do to re- to bring good Canadian thrash and punk, they also made available 
domestically a lot of international metal and hardcore and punk as well. And it all started on this little record called Torment in Hell from Sacrifice. To this to this day, I still crank this record as often as I can. And I'm going back and forth on Facebook with the drummer Gus Pin. You know, we've had them on the show. We'll have them on again. And they're good friends of the show. And they deserve they deserve everything. And this is one of those landmark records that will forever, forever live in infamy. So Sacrifice is Torment in Hell. Great stuff. If you haven't heard it yet, I don't know what's holding you back, but check it out. It's up on YouTube. Great stuff. Great stuff. That is my album of the year. Now, here we are before we get in to some more tunage, my friend. Da, 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 da. I feel I've dunked on and on a lot tonight, but I think it kind of uh, I think it kind of warrants it. Band of the year or band our Hall of Fame band inductee. This is the big one. What uh, what do you got? Well, this is another one of those times when I can't believe this band wasn't on the list already. Oh, okay. Uh, and I I kind of probably, you know, just told myself they were. And I've gone over the list two or three times. I'm staring at it right now, making sure <laughs> I haven't missed it. Um, But <laughs> the Misfits. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe they weren't already on our Hall of Fame. Um, mm-hmm. And next week, when I talk about my metal fix, we'll talk about why the Misfits were so prominently on my mind. Um, but I started thinking about them, like, and I'm looking, I'm like, they're not here. Like, how are they not here? Because I mean, they're they're up there with Motorhead being that crossover band that bridges people between punk and metal. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah. Because so many of the metalheads love the Misfits for the imagery, the lyrical imagery, uh, the songs, all that sort. I mean, heck, you know, what would Garage Days re-revisited be without Metallica's cover of Last Caress? Uh Uh-huh. You know? really stands out. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, right on. No, that's, you're absolutely right. That's one of those bands, Motorhead, DRI. And misfits that catch that captures discharge as well that captures the attention of both metal and punk and that's <clears throat> kind of what we're all about on radioactive metal as well yeah for sure for sure so yeah and that's great choice great choice yeah I'm actually kind of surprised that one of us throughout throughout the years 15 years now through various co-hosts as well yeah misfits. Never made it before, making up for it now. For myself, I remember back in the day, and we're old enough to be able to say this, okay, use that expression. Unfortunately, yes. Back in the day, there wasn't a lot of female representation in the metal world. Yeah, we had... Okay, we had, you know, the the Vixens, the, the Doropesh from Warlock and all that, you know. But apart from maybe Joe Bench from Bolt Thrower, 
there wasn't a whole lot of female representation within the underground. To this day, okay, I still credit Lori Bravo and Nuclear Death for kind of breaking that that whole mold. And Miss Bravo is a, one of the pioneers in terms of extreme metal. Because there wasn't, there just wasn't a lot of females doing it at the time. Yeah. And, you know, Nuclear Death as a band kind of stuck out for one of those reasons. Okay. And like, I just, I was blown away. The Brighter Insect, the debut record, going back to the whole Wild Rags days. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. And um, just throughout throughout the years, yeah, I kind of okay, kind of lost not not interest, but just kind of lost personal contact with with nuclear death until this year when I actually befriended Miss Miss Bravo basically over Skype and over the internet and all and all that. We had a fantastic chat with her. We interviewed her mother the following week this year, as you'll remember. We kind of like, okay, how Dis- Dis- Disciple Magazine has their metal mothers Yes. Every, every episode. Well, we thought after we spoke to Lori, okay, and we gave her that whole episode, and we had that amazing chat with just all of this behind-the-scenes stuff, okay? It'll be forever one of my favorite interviews ever, okay? The following week, we spoke to her mother, okay, Barbara, to have our own type of metal mothers and all, and all that. So when it was kind of time to sit down and think of our band Hall of Fame, I had a combination of both Lori and Nuclear Death just for the influence that this band had and and the legacy i'm sure there's a lot of female artists today that are doing death metal that had their share of nuclear death albums and pictures of Lori on their bedroom walls and, and all that and it is totally worth it so i'm proud to on my part at least to induct Duct Ms. Bravo and the Mighty Nuclear Death into our radioactive metal hall of fame. Oh, well, my friend, that is pretty exciting, everything that we just discussed. So we're going to keep the excitement going with some tunes. Ms. Bravo released one hell of a solo record this year as well very very different from what the majority of our listeners would know her as from her nuclear death days but it is still a very very powerful record that she put out and one of the sounds one of the standout tracks is i'm on the pain from Lori bravo Pain, I'm on a 
Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. From the aforementioned now Radioactive Metal Hall of Fame album, Torment in Hell, that is a sacrifice with, well, uh, sacrifice. 
Really, really cool tune. And before that, the title track from the the debut record from the mighty Nuclear Death going into our Hall of Fame as well. That was Bride of Insect. Well, my friend, I want to take a couple minutes out to thank you for everything that you do as well to make this show so freaking awesome. What people don't see, like, okay, people tune in every Friday morning to get their fix of radioactive metal, but they don't see everything that goes on behind the scenes and all that. And it's your, it's your, it's your techno wizardry that keeps this show going when I was at the point where I'm like, dude, what do I do here? Help me, help me. And you always took time out to make sure that this, uh, this show kept, kept, kept the, the, the train kept rolling all night long, all night long. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, dude, for making 2021 My pleasure. such an awesome year. Um, get us on out of here because yeah it is definitely that time i mentioned um during our myth and legend when i was talking about disciple magazine sean fraser his awesome record love wise blood records they got a new release from the awesome atmospheric black metal band mirdoed their new record morning hollow available now we're going to go out on the track ritualized cave birth um i hope everyone had a fantastic time listening to tonight's rammy awards i know we had a hell of a time getting it out there how can uh people get a hold of us well dear snowman radioactivemetal.org that's where you can go for all the episodes current future and past i was trying to come up with like an x-men days of future past kind of kind of vibe there but i fell short i am such a geek man i i can't wait on next week till we get to talk about ghostbusters afterlife um but you can check us out on the interwebs i actually tweeted this week i put up a tweet and i'm like i need to do more tweeting and then I forgot that I tweeted and forgot to see if anybody replied. So um, you can see our Twitter feed at RadMetal666 on Twitter. Um, don't get your hopes up. Like, you know, if you love Twitter and you really want us to tweet, uh, you're just going to be disappointed. It'll be a lot like being a Pirates baseball fan, right? Oh. So, what? I'm a Pirates <laughs> fan. I love them, but I know we're not going to the World Series. You know, so same thing. Same thing if you're waiting for us to tweet. But if you go to the same handle, at RadMetal666 on Instagram, you'll see pictures of Snowy's adventures in the vinyl shops. You'll see concerts when we get to go to them. Um, If you're looking to see um, South Carolina concerts, that's like once every five years. (laughs) You know, and I mean, honestly, like I... And this is this is just how backwards everything is. But the pandemic had the opposite effect on South Carolina. Every, nothing, nobody wants to come here any other time of the year. Pandemic, everybody shows up. You know, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not saying no. I'm going to go out while they're here. But so, uh, yeah, yeah, those are those are, you know, three three big ways to, to get a hold of a stay there. If you want to drop us a line, send us an email, radmetal666 at gmail.com. Um, we are also a part of the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. We are proud to be there. And um, thanks to the fine folks at the Shining Wizards, we are also on Spotify, right? So if you go to look for Shining Wizards Network on Spotify, you will find us as a part of that family. As well as if you just look for Radioactive Metal, I defy you to not find us anywhere you can find podcasts. Oh, dude, you remember those old commercials? Anywhere such and such is sold. You know, anywhere. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. You can find us anywhere underwear is sold, <laughs> right? That That is like, like Radioactive Metal. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you're going to find us. Every day, Snowy and I find this podcast. We're like, did you submit this here? Nope. You? Nope. We have no idea how we got there. Like, literally, the Radioactive Metal podcast is like... um. <laughs> It, it's it's like someone who just turned 21 waking up having no idea how they got there every morning you know <laughs> that's that's, that's what it's yeah. like we're like what how did we get here all right well we're here now so itunes google play store whatever else you can find us everywhere leave us a review there share us with your friends spread the love of metal right on right on and while you're at the Shining Wizards Network, you're going to want to check out Wrestling Night in Canada, which is our brother program over there. If you haven't had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy with this program and you are a big wrestling fan, you're going to want to uh, check that show out where we did. We just finished it, this. This The show should be up now, but... Um, we did our kind of our award ceremony type episode for the wonderful world of pro wrestling. So if you're a crossover fan that loves that stuff, make sure you go over there to check us out. And once again, horns up to another awesome year. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been an award-winning episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. Signing off.